You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Dom Grimal of The Last Felony, Ion Dissonance, and Cryptopsy. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! With Lily Singh. I am so excited. I am so happy to be here. And by the looks of it, a lot of you are happy to be here too. It's mostly the brown people because this was free to attend. You think I've got an agenda? I think you may have an agenda. I think you're running an operation to silence me. <laughs> what do, do you notice that talk? our voices? Do you notice? Do you think our voices are different when we're in? New York as opposed to Los Angeles, do you think there's an added layer of uh, cynicism and uh, anger, resentment? For me, it's defeat. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about your psychotic break. I, I'm okay. watching you on Instagram learn not tying. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. No? I think that that's not... I think that that probably was fun in the 1950s. So... But there's a a lot of entertainment options out there and you're not embracing any of them, which makes me feel like you're, you're, you're kind of in a low space. Entertainment is gauche, man. It's what, what, <laughs> what, what, what are you looking, what are you asking me to do? Watch a Netflix TV show? Yeah. You got to watch drag race season 19. So it'll never happen. You want me to watch, yo, that shit's pure depression. That any is, type yeah. of media <laughs> is pure depression. Why would you watch anything? You know what? You're not wrong. <laughs> Why would you engage no with anything other than the Jordan Peterson podcast? Oh, is that that's you? So you're just tying knots while listening to the Jordan Peterson podcast, and you're that's how I spent most of my. That's day. not depression. No, I'm living. I'm learning a new <laughs> skill. I'm I'm expanding as a person. When do you reach the noose level of your education? I'm already there. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm only using like tiny ropes, so it's not, you know, actually there, so there is a reason, uh, for my knot tying, which I will reveal to you off air. Oh, okay. She, it can't uh, be, it, it, it's not, Sheba. it's not, it can't be spoken about here. What, what's that tacky shit that, that, uh, women put in their Tinder bios? Like what? If I guess, you, you get mad at me when I embrace Asian hate. So whenever I try to guess some Asian word, in this case, a Japanese word, and I get it wrong, you, you're the, the hair of the... Thank you. <laughs> thank you. This is how, this is how dialed in we've become as co-hosts that I can, I, you can give me a weird rant like that and I know exactly what you're talking about. Well, the, the Asian, uh, the Asian is our ally and you are so keen on keeping it that way. I, am I? Yeah. Every time that I'm like, what's that, uh, uh, terrible racial voice that I do? And you go, don't do it. And it, it you, but you don't mind when I do, uh, uh, Gomez, our, our, uh, our Mexican, uh, caricature. 
I'm it's becoming only, inc- I, I'm increasingly like less and less concerned with other people. No, you should be. I, everybody's snapping. <laughs> What's going on here? I talked to two dudes that were like, yeah, Memorial Day snapped me in half. I just watched uh, documentaries about 19-year-olds that died in foreign wars, and I don't care about any internet shit anymore. <laughs> it's like, no, no, and no one should say that. People, we need a, a, a full... Uh, we need a full pivot turn away from internet culture. It's like the, all the internet is Tumblr. We have to walk away. We have to move away from it. Well, I mean, I can go off on one. It, it, listen, you know that conversation about that that tacky, hacky conversation that everybody was having about is cancel culture real? And listen, so, everybody, yo, I, that, it's so, I can't even entertain that bullshit anymore. Uh, all exhibit a would be them coming front for the woman from the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt the other day, Uh which was firstly that show. I saw a couple episodes. It's funny. It's for basics. It's for people that want to put up, uh, uh, memes, little gifts of, 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 uh, the black gay character from the show and looking sassy. I, I get it. It's, it's basics. It's whatever it's, it, you're going to target, you're, you're buying your basics. basics and that's what the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt is. And the, the woman that's a, on the show is kind of the, the Michael Sarah of women. Does that seem accurate to you? I have no idea. I've never once watched it. Okay. Do you know what she got canceled for the other day? Yeah, she was in. Uh, she's she's in. She was in a clan wedding. <laughs> a clan pageant. Clan pageant. Uh, excuse me. Now I have no idea if they're actually affiliated with the clan. Uh, you and I should get that language correct. But uh, you know, they were they were Southerners that uh, that wish it went the other way. They were, well, the insinuation was that whether or not it's accurate to to describe it as such, that's how people in on the internet were categorizing it, or uh, oh. or, or yeah. Yeah, that's a fact. And here's uh, here's my questions about this. <clears throat> what was gained by <laughs> by robbing her of the ability to make a living in her field? What what was gained? Mm, I don't know. I mean, that could, that's just the whole thing. What what is gained in any of these exercises? I have no idea. I I don't I don't I don't, I don't know what people want. I don't think they know what they want. And I don't think if what they want or needed was staring them in the face, they would even recognize it. Side side question. She was 19 when she participated in that uh, clan pageant. Yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, everybody, <laughs> I want to go on record. I don't want this for myself. I don't know which direction my life may lead. I've got some opportunities in front of me. They're of the more behind the, nobody's looking to put my face on, uh, on television. So perhaps it'll never come up, but should I ever reach those heights of visibility? Just assume I did a clan pageant. <laughs> Just assume it. Assume that I came in second in the, uh, securing a future pageant. And it, I, and it is what it is. I don't, don't try to jam me up on shit from when I was 19. And <clears throat> here's the reason that I mentioned that she was 19 because the internet has become fixated with this idea that a 22 year old could be groomed. 20, wait, what? No, huh? So we've, we, you and I have remarked on this. 
that the the grooming conversation has now been extended to people who are full on adults, right? Well, I guess I guess like uh, does grooming necessarily mean it can only does it? Yes, the, it the classical very, definition it, of it is it has it only a very for specific children? definition because it's a it's it, it falls into a, a, a like a uh, an, an a, a codified accusation that like is pretty serious. Right. So, so, but, but, but adults are not beyond manipulation from another person. So, what would you call it in that case? Just like a sort of, I don't call know, manip- I guess call manipulation. manipulation. I mean, it's definitely a different thing. Right. Like, well, I don't know. I mean, I guess. What? Well, no, look, <laughs> if you have the mind, obviously, if you have the mind of a child, if you're a child, then, then yeah, for sure. You have a different, your, your brain is not formed. So, and it has a, another level of, nefariousness to it it is a different thing but what i mean is that an adult can still be uh you know led into a thing or or uh you know people fall into cults all the time it's like a similar sort of it's a brain conditioning sure but it's not it's not the same it's if you're telling me that both are bad uh, okay i agree with you but they're different things there's a reason that there's a uh that there's uh sexual misconduct and then there's also uh, child uh, sexual abuse. Those are two. Those are two categories for a reason because we recognize right. that there is a different dynamic at play, right? So, yeah. my question is: If a twenty-two-year-old is not doesn't have the agency to make informed decisions about uh, who they're sleeping with or what they're doing, why do we not cut a break to this nineteen-year-old who was in a beauty pageant? And like a clan beauty pageant in twenty years ago, like well, it's it's weird. It's so if if you're in a clan beauty pageant at nineteen, you're an adult. If you were dating a forty year old, you're a child. <laughs> okay, I didn't know. Yeah. I just the, the, I needed that clarity. It just the people are not the, so. You and I have said a few times, hey, there's certain issues that we don't care very much about, and in which the, in those cases, just provide us the rules, and we'll will adhere to them because we don't care. And, uh, but you have to be internally consistent. Like your logic has to be consistent. So it is, is a 19 year old able to make adult decisions such as, uh, be accountable for being a clan rally 25 years ago or whatever. If they are, then they are. And if they aren't, then they aren't. And, and which is it? Well, I don't know. I, I mean, it's, <laughs> I could give a fuck with any of this. Uh, I guess what really matters is like, what, what are we doing? You know, like, why are we, I don't know. Why are we, why are we trying to destroy Kimmy Schmidt? I mean, I I don't know. I don't know. This is, this just, just seems to be the, the, the way in which people, you know, conduct their lives. Now, the the way I see it, honestly, the most angry people I see are the most, are the, are the ones who are the most, uh, upset with their own lives. You know what I mean? Like that, that's, it's, it's, I, you know, increasingly as these things go on, as we go through the motions of killing another public facing person, you know, the level of, of glee and like, and, and righteousness and, and sort of like self-importance and that comes out of it. It's just what I just see is disempowered people that don't, that are just not happy with their life, getting some sort of level of fulfillment out of uh destroying other people 
So it's that, and that's what it like every single time, every single time. It's always the most uh, weird and like maladapted and just just out and out nobodies of the earth that uh, take the most pleasure in destroying others, you know. And and you know, there's been there's a few blue checks that have kind of like they're kind of like the the exalted leaders. They're the uh, in the way that you you came in second at the at the clan pageant, they're the um, you know they're the grand uh, skink of the of the cancel army, and um, whatever man, this is just like a type of thing now. This is just a thing that this is like a just a segment of uh, of people that exists, and I just think they get off on the power trip of it all. I think they. I, I know that get- to, I know that to be true because I witnessed conversations on Twitter. Uh, going, oh no, she did a whole clan rally, but, 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 and then people said, wait, wait, give her a chance. Let's see how she responds. That'll dictate how we, how we proceed from here. And it's like, who, who are you? <laughs> you know I mean? Like, like yeah. who, who elected you? What do you mean? How we proceed from here? Who, who what? <laughs> like, That's what it is, man. They, they get, they have this weird power trip from it. Like they're, they're, they're soldiers or they're generals in the, in, like, it's so strange. It, it's just, it, and, and, and I think it's, it's, it's sad at the end of the day. I think it's very, very sad that I think, cause I think it's people that are so upset with their own lives that I, I think they're just so, um, they, they have no control over, uh, they're probably their financial situation. They're, they're working. I think they're so, cause they're the same people that, that, you know, complain about capitalism and things like that and how, you know, and we'll post things about self care and stuff. This is all the same person, you know, this is all, they're, they're all, they're people that have very little say and very little satisfaction in their own personal lives. And they, they get freedom. They, they, they feel it makes them feel like, some level, if they can control like a certain narrative on the internet and they can affect the real world, it gives them some level of, of it, it elevates them out of their, their misery hole that they live in. I find it really like, I used to hate these people with like every like fiber of my being. I used to find it like so like pathetic, but now I just like, now it's pitiable in a way where I, I just like, I, cause I realize God, you're, there's so many people that are so unhappy with their lives. <laughs> like they get <laughs> no, no satisfaction from anything. And that's gotta be really, uh, a really tortured existence. Yeah. I think that's, that's the fact, but they still, they still want to ruin things for you. I don't get, well, I guess if I care. Yeah. I mean, that's true. I mean, there are things that I <laughs> used to enjoy a lot that I can no longer enjoy because they've essentially been, uh, completely redacted from the sphere of, uh, <laughs> I, you know, not to turn this into the Louis cast, but I, I, man, I think he's the one out of like everyone who's been thrown in the thresher. Like I think his, uh, voice and presence is, is been, at least for me, I've, I've missed it more than, than anything else. I don't, I don't care about Kimmy Schmidt, but there's a lot of people that do care about whatever her name is. Emily Blunt. What's her name? Uh, there's a lot of but, people that care about her. Uh, Ava Braun. I think Ava, right, right, right. The uh, werewolf woman of the Nazi SS. 
opulent Newt Kimmy Schmidt. <laughs> yes, the the uh, triple the the 23rd level uh a clan witch doctor uh yeah. the the, <laughs> the amenable uh uh chameleon of the uh, of the Newburg uh North Carolina <laughs> clan Kimmy Schmidt that's what it is uh, man i that one really brought me down because I could not find in any of it. I could not find a, a, a nobody could tell me what the, uh, so to bring this to crypto, nobody could tell me what Uh-oh. the use case is. What is the purpose of this canceling? Who, who, who benefits? You know I mean? I, I, what is, uh, what a value is gained? And, it, and to me, I think the answer is quite obvious. I, I think this one's very Anybody that would seek to justify this one is really a cultist. And the, the only way to talk about it is, oh, so we just needed to pick the lottery loser that day. We, we needed to, somebody's number came up and we had to drill them. I, I honestly, I bet, I think that came out in the Atlantic, maybe something like that. I, I bet that that reporter called other reporters and said, "Hey, I'm going to destroy this individual's life uh, on June 1st. Could you? Uh, do you have anything that day? Because I don't want, I, I don't want to crowd up the the signal here. I, 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 I want to make sure that mine gets off, and this woman is completely destroyed. Do you, do you got anything going on? Are you you robbing a, a stand up comedian of his ability to feed his children, or are are you going after a bus driver in, in Tuscaloosa who uh, uh, <laughs> called an Armenian a Greek?" You know what I mean, what, what, who are you trying to destroy today? Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, the only way I can see things now is just we're, we're pitting each, we're these larger, um, narratives, um, are just pitting people again. Like we're just atomizing ourselves into smaller and smaller groups and we're being pitted against each other, uh, for some kind of, I don't know. um, I, I honestly, I don't even know what it is, but I mean, like you just see it more and more and like you just see people getting eaten by their own people more and more. I mean, like the one that, bro- you know, the, the one that broke me was the, the, the teen Vogue one where they, they fired the 27 year old black woman. Uh, it's just like when you run out of the villains, like you'll just make new ones out of the, of the yes. people who are around you. So it's just, yes. it's, and, and, but furthermore, like ignoring that, cause we've been gone on that tip like a million times, but just like, I don't know what anyone seeks to gain from these sort of games, right? Like it, it's not to say like a lot of people will tell you that the race argument is completely invalid. And I don't think that's true. I think like, you know, making sure that there's, uh, a certain level of equality of opportunity for people is, is important, but, but however, it gets dragged to a place where it's like, what do we even seek to gain at a certain point? You know, like if you're, if you're constantly, if you're, well, first of all, it's 20, if if you're still talking about like things like privilege in 2021, it's like Jesus, but it's like, what do we hope is the end result of this? You know? So, so interestingly, I think that that would be the argument to destroy the Kimmy Schmidt's life is, oh, well, if we get rid of this racist bitch, then maybe we can get Christelle Schmidt, 
You know what I mean? Maybe, maybe we can make room for a black actress, but here's the questions I would ask the person who says that I would say, a, do you believe that in your heart? Because that's, that's weird that you think that that's the way that it, that it works. And B, you're not Cristal Schmidt. You, I know that maybe you see some type of victory in a person that looks like you succeeding, but Cristal Schmidt, Schmidt does not think about you. There is no victory there. And if I could, if I could, uh, from my place of privilege on the, on this mighty white horse that I ride, uh, to the, 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 uh, securing a future parade. Uh, if I could just make the suggestion to try to elevate yourself as in, as an individual who is struggling in this world and worry less about destroying Kimmy Schmidt for the sake of a s- potential, uh, unnamed, uh, person that looks vaguely like you. That's not a victory. And I think that the, the more that we, that people fixate on the idea that that, 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 that is something that balances the scales or in, in makes their lives better in some way. I think that though, Eric, here's what I believe. I believe that the race game is being played more than anything to keep people in a state of perpetual underclass. And I think that the reason for that is because the more that we, and you know, I see people on the, on the, uh, on the fringe of these conversations waking up to it, but representation is really cheap. It's, it's really, really a cheap solution. So like the, the joke going around is that Netflix is borrowing the BBC model of just making sure that there is a black female lead to everything. And, uh, that's cheap representation. That's, that's, uh, it, it, it's silly because it's an outsized, it's an over indexing and outsized, uh, um, amount of black women for the population so that everybody pretty much understands, Oh, there's a game being played here because otherwise you would have to imagine that this, is this a coincidence that if, Black women are six percent of the population, but they they're suddenly in a two year period representing thirty nine percent of uh, of the people that we see new characters introduced on television. Uh, you would have to think, oh, a game is being played here. So what is it? And if it's, oh well, you know, a lot of black women uh, came to prominence in film and television, and and uh, it's just natural that, that they should be interested in hiring people that look like them. Okay, you know, that's one argument. I don't know if that's true. What, what seems to be more the case is, uh, here is a simple solution to getting people off our backs. And the more oh, yeah, that yeah, yeah. we make no, that, this that's world what it is. Yeah. about getting people off our backs, the less that anything actually gets done. So once well, again, that, but that, but that's what I mean. Like, I don't know what people actually expect, right? Because that's great for Kristall Schmidt, like the individual, the person who gets the opportunity. Wonderful for them that they're that they benefit from from the, the thing that's going on. But what, like the notion that representation can uplift an entire peoples is like, I I mean, 
uh, Eric, I'll go so I would far need, provably I would need false. someone to draw that line for me. Yeah. It, it show your work on this one. Provably false until I see some work because the, 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 the fact is, as we talk about with unhoused neighbor or person experiencing homelessness to homeless person, uh, the rationale is, is thin. The, the, the material conditions didn't change with, with the language change and neither do, does anything in the real world change when you have Christelle Smith. Like now you could make the argument about, about uh, gays on television uh, sort of being the spearhead for the, for the culture accepting gays. I would, I would be open to that for sure. But I also think that what is the idea that, that black women are going to be accepted, but that's not, that to me is like black women are, accepted they're simply a stepped on people right now so what is the i don't see how this benefits like a a marginalized group at large right and and it it also just like ignores i mean we've said it on the show before that's like yo (laughs) this notion of the the importance of representation okay but like it's not like people of color gay people etc this is not it's not new like it's not like they've never been on television before when i was 7 years old i fucking men in black was my favorite movie like will smith was everywhere like what is like it's there've been people represented in media non white people represented in media for a long time like i don't and and i don't think it materially makes your world better necessarily. Um, it's, it's not, I guess it's nice, but like, what does it actually, does it put money in your bank account? Not, no. And that's where it it comes down. I mean, listen, we're going to do this whole thing. This is like tired now, like this whole fucking like id poll versus class. Right. And this is like the thing, like there's, there's the, the, the class left and then the, the id poll left and stuff like that. And like, it just seems to be that the the, the race stuff kind of dominates things, conversations, because it's entertained so much in the larger world of like media, right? Like, no, no one's ever going to entertain the class conversation. You're not going to see a TV show about that shit anymore. You're not going to see you like it. Just it's the powers that be are just not interested in letting you see that. And as media continues to get rolled up by more and more, uh, fewer and fewer, uh, outlets that allow you to see things. You're just, there's gonna, we're going to exist in a monoculture where there's only Amazon studios. And it, I mean, it's just, I don't know. I just, I see that the dominant conversations we keep having, we've, it's been going on for a while now and nothing gets better materially for anybody. And people continue to make less and less money corporations continue to make more and more and you continue to get stepped on and but but wakanda forever sure it's just i i I, this is the thing it's like i don't have any problem with black panther it was a cool movie but i don't it's not gonna it hasn't made anyone richer except for the people that made it yes uh hasn't improved many of whom in a bigger apartment many of whom uh not not Wakanda residents. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah. So, so I, I don't, we, you know, this is shit's old, man. It's stale. Like, especially like complaining about this shit is stale. Like, I, I don't know. People feel like I'm, I'm resigned to the fact that people can do whatever, like people just, just have, fill your days with whatever fulfills you. I would just, I personally try and uh, do things and conduct myself in ways that put me in a better position the next day to have a more comfortable life, to succeed, to be happier. Uh, But if you, if you prefer to live your, in the way of just going on this merry-go-round of, of these sort of circular conversations and, contradictory things and and just and then you know once a week you get to uh ruin someone's life you know whatever whatever gets you through the day whatever gets you to sleep at night and and that that's you know just do whatever i i i don't care anymore like i i i'm 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 tired of trying to to uh i don't know i guess i I wouldn't call it tone police necessarily but just like I guess it's 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 the type of moralizing that we do on this show that it's sort of like the and the lecturing that we do or it's like you should actually do this like I don't care man I don't presume to know your best interest if you want to be poor forever and live in shit and hate your neighbor and blame them for it even though they're in the exact same economic position as you and also being stepped on by the same people as you that's so be it I don't care go at, go at it homie. I don't care. Just fucking do like I I just don't give a shit. Here, yeah, but Eric, here's the thing. I'm with you. You can let miserable people die miserable. I'm I'm with all that. The problem is that, that question of who is allowed it, it, it does one does one existence step on another? That is to say, uh if I go through life uh saying, Hey, I don't care about Kimmy Schmidt. Uh, I don't think that I'm infringing on anybody's rights by saying I don't care about Kimmy Schmidt's uh, hate crimes. Uh, <laughs> I don't care. Um, I don't think I'm violating anybody's personhood. However, the other side, the person that is interested in destroying that actress, uh, that person can't go a day without harming somebody. So there's this asymmetry to the conversation where you and I are totally fine to say, yeah, I don't care. You guys figure it out. Be miserable. Die miserable. Whatever. However, the problem is that those are people lobbing bombs uh, into our theater while we're sure. while we're just yeah, trying to ignore them. I don't and, know how to deal with them. I don't know how to. I don't know how to account for that. You know, and 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 it's maybe cowardice on my part that like I don't want to get my head cut off. But it's also like I don't know how to. Pre- productively go and navigate that space where I can make someone more understanding or I can, I can, I can help them. I can pull the, the, the wool from their eyes or put the, they live sunglasses on them and be like, you're, 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 you're going at the wrong thing here. Like, I, I don't like, again, 
this is based on my value judgment and you know, I don't want to evangelize and try and like, you know, put the white hand of Sauron onto someone else's head and say, no, you should, you should actually care about what I care about. If you like perceive some injustice and, and, and fucking Kimmy Schmidt is your enemy. I, all I can do is get out of your way. Like I, I'm not going to fucking let my head get cut off for, for fucking Kimmy Schmidt. I think it's a shame and I think it's bad, but like, I, I, I just, I refuse to fucking to, to fight in the culture war. I think it's just Listen to you. so. I, 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 when they came for Kimmy Schmidt, I did nothing because I am not Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah, no, and, and they'll come for me someday. I get it, man. I get that someday they're going to come for me. It seems all but inevitable at this point. Um, I'm dying on the Kimmy Schmidt hill. <laughs> but it's like, you know, at some point, you know, like you said, like, like there's going to, there's just going to be a monoculture. There's going to be the corporation that you work for and you. And I think the best way to kind of, push back against that is to support alternative avenues. Like I am, I am now putting money into certain sub stacks, certain, uh, uh, subscription based, like sort of alternative things, because I think at the end of the day, you're, you had, there's two real forms of power, your voice, uh, let's say, well, let's, let's put actions and your voice in the same bucket, your actions, your voice and your money. That's your real power in this world. So I'm putting my money where I think uh, it's important to put it. And I'm talking about things that I want to talk about on this show. And if one day I get killed, I'll hope that the money I put into the other thing uh, is enough to uh, like, I'll hope that there's avenues out there where I can figure out ways to make money um, away from my corporate job. What's funny is that so many of our listeners hear us talk about this shit and go, yo, you self-important losers. Nobody's coming for you. Your podcast has a few thousand listeners. Like, yo, why are, why are you concerned? And that's exactly the answer to your question is I would be much less concerned if I was a rapper who had millions of fans. <laughs> I would be much less concerned if I was... Because I'm already by nature slightly edgy dude. And once you're edgy, here's the double-edged sword is that people believe every terrible thing that they hear about you. They don't need to substantiate it at all. But they also, your audience forgives you. Your audience goes, yeah, I mean, come on. (laughs) Like, So I would be fine with it, except that we are so small potatoes. So if Eric and I get stabbed, it's a pretty significant stabbing. And that's why it comes up as a conversation. But listen, let's let's pivot this into uh, breaking news. Uh Oh, Fauci's emails. Is this the new Clinton Clinton emails? What about his emails? So his emails were secured through a a Freedom of uh, Information Act request. And people are combing through them <laughs> looking for evidence that he is a fraud. But I really look, everybody, I know you hate this in the same way that my father pushes back on this. It's just, if you're a CNN person that just watches, like my father is a big, big Andrew Yang guy. doesn't know a thing about his policies, just thinks he seems nice. Now, if you're that type of person, and he, does you just seem watch, nice. he does seem nice. That's a fact. <laughs> You just uh, his policies could be fucking. He could want to slaughter poor people in the streets, but he's yeah. you know he's got he's got a smile on his face. He's got kind eyes. 
he might have a Puerto Rican concentration camp. I, I have no For idea. all I know. Yeah. Uh, so with, uh, if you're that person though, uh, and you just think, well, Fauci seems nice. He reminds me of uh, my grandfather or some shit. Then you might see this whole space as pretty, pretty obviously trying to harm him, this nice dude. And then if you're on the other side, you think that, you know, this dude's been lying to me. Uh, I don't like being lied to. And if you're on the fringe of that, you think, you know, this motherfucker's in, in, in partially responsible for this virus through uh, his funding, et cetera, et cetera. And so I get it. Nobody likes to talk about this because it's tired. If you come out too hard on it, you sound like the anti-vex guy and everybody gets mad at that. Blah, blah, blah. Listen, the dude lied. That's clear. That's on the record. There's no debate about that. Uh, it's up to you to decide if he lied for a reason that makes sense to you or if he lied for a reason that doesn't make sense to you. He lied about uh, what? What's that? What did he lie about? Uh, so he lied. Mo- you could say he lied about masks and you'd be accurate, but the, nobody cares about that one anymore because uh, a year's gone by. So everybody just said, oh, who cares that the <laughs> this person that we're going to for, for information on this exact topic lied to us. Everybody's just over that. Everybody lies. Nobody minds uh, that whole thing. But uh, he most recently lied about uh, wearing wearing masks or attending uh, uh, group events if if you've been vaccinated. Uh, so two weeks prior, he he said in no uncertain terms that it was still necessary to do so, uh, and then two weeks later he said, "I know that that wasn't the case, but I didn't want to send a mixed message." to to the citizenry who is some of them are vaccinated some of them aren't i just wanted to set a baseline that that everybody could follow now a lot of our listeners are going to hear that and go yeah there's 500,000 people dead the dude was just acting out of abundance of caution and then other listeners the rorschach from watchmen type listeners and the autistics in our listenership which are is a very high volume it, it are going to respond with i'm an adult don't lie to me and I think both perspectives are worth exploring. <laughs> you understand? So I'm, I'm in that middle where I'm just 63% autistic. I'm not all the way. I don't, I don't need the world to be concrete in every respect. But I also, I am an adult and there's no reason to lie to me. And if you say, well, I lied to you because I had to lie to your dumb friend at the same time, I'd say, okay. I'm not that person. Don't treat, I will not have my life limited by the dumbest person you can find. And I think that that is a valid perspective. Now, what are they going to find in his emails? I have no idea. They might find nothing. You know what I mean? He was going, he was, uh, he was buying panties off women on Craigslist. (laughs) They're going to find an abundance of cock shots. (laughs) They're going to find so much hog. Uh, I don't know. I think that it's probably going to be a, uh, hysterical dead end and, and, uh, uh, worthless canard that gets dragged out all the time. Like, uh, the, so Hillary Clinton's emails, which, what if, what if they find out, what if they find out that he was Goatsy? What if they find out that him and Hillary Clinton are engaged in a, in a sexed, relationship they've never consummated they've never met up but they talk filthy to each other 
What if he was beyond reproach, like all his emails were immaculate and clean, but he just used the F slur constantly? <laughs> That's best case scenario. <laughs> For us as podcasters, that is the best case scenario. Like what if what if all his emails were above board uh, and we find out that everything that he told uh, people was out of uh, the information given to him at the time and had no ulterior motives whatsoever, but he just... He's just got like he can't stop. He's from a different he, era. Yeah, he can't stop. Just dropping the bombs everywhere. I mean, I embrace him as my brother. <laughs> he. What if he's the dirt? What if he becomes part of the dirtbag left? What if he starts going to? Uh, he gets a show on Gas Digital Network. He uh, like it. Yep. He, he hosts a weekly show at the Stand in New York City. Yo, he calls it. He calls the show the virus. <laughs> this is his. Yeah, he has to. He he sees that he sees that COVID is over. He has to uh, pivot into. Uh, yeah, he he sees that the culture is changing. People want to be more edgy. People want to have fun again. People want to be blue. People want to get lewd. He, We're all ready to non laugh. He's non-exclusive. He's non-exclusive at Compound Media. Also does a, uh, a twice a week guest digital. He's he's uh, his name is Anthony the Orc Fauci. <laughs> uh, yo, this would be the best case scenario. I'm into this. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I mean it's uh, we'll have to see because right now you know the the. Uh, the emails are. I, I I have to assume that uh, right wing nut nutballs are currently combing through them looking for anything oh, that yes. they can extrapolate into a high crime and treason charge. He I guess he says that people are crazy and they're they're gonna try to weaponize that against him, but that's he's not wrong. People are crazy. People are fucking crazy, man. Uh, yeah. look <laughs> it's like it, here's, it, it was what the thing we don't because we're always on the uh we're always we're always going after the the wokey dokes, whatever nonsense is going on on Twitter. We don't ever really talk about because it's kind of gauche. I mean, I don't know if gauche is the right word, but just like no, it's, it, no. It, listen, what it is is it's an assumed from from you, I, and our audience that the right wing is a bunch of goof nuggets who are scared of everything, and that is a baked in assumption about life on earth for 90% of our listeners. So yeah. that's why it's, it barely feels touched is like we should touch upon it most times, you know? Yeah. And it's funny. Cause like, but I don't know. I mean, they, 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 there is some sort of brain disease that's happening over there too, where they, they kicked out Liz Cheney. Cause she fucking, she said that, uh, yeah, Trump is a Trump. Trump is a lying toad who didn't win the election. And they were like, you got to go bitch. Yep. I mean, like, that's get the, get the fuck out. Yeah, it's not a good sign. It's a that's a really bad sign. That's a very bad sign. Uh, you know, it's really funny because it's from the like uh, I don't even know what you call these people anymore. The 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 Chapo left is that even relevant anymore? I have no idea. No, I, I, I hope of, they're home. I hope they're homeless now. Yeah, the the non the non woke left. I don't know the the the, the Whatever. Here's the, what it the, is. The, there's there's the there's the left that uses the word retard, and then there's the left that uh, is on Twitter, and that's it. Yeah. Those are the two lefts. So yeah, the the, the retard left. <laughs> call them the retard left. Yeah, they, that's fine. um, they, they'll like get like 
weird about Liz Cheney. Be like, Cheney? Oh, remember what he did? It's like, all right, she's not him. She took, she didn't get into Congress till like 2017. You know, you just like, I get it. I'm no fan of Dick Cheney, but it's not really, it's not the same. I don't know that we can, we can crucify Liz for what, I don't know. Is, is that her dad? Is she, wait, is she the gay one? I don't know. I thought he, Liz is the only one I know and she's gay. So maybe that's okay. Maybe yeah, that, she's the gay is that her? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Um, I don't know. They got rid of her. Sounds like they're, uh, I, I don't know. It's some weird shit going on in the, the Republican party. And yeah, I mean, I think that that's true. And I don't know, like I hate when whatever, the, the Republicans are insane. They've always been insane. They are continue to be nutballs. Uh, you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's like, it's, it's sort of like when Bush was president in the way, in the same thing, uh, when Trump was president, it's like, after a while, it's like making fun of the, per- like, it just becomes like, it's just too easy. It's like fighting yeah. a child. It's like, yo, the, George W. Bush was a dimwit. Like every joke had been made in the book. Uh, Trump was the most detestable human being in the world. Like Listen, it's just too easy. The, so the, 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 if we're having also, adult conversations, it doesn't make sense to talk about them. No, I mean, if for people that are old enough to remember, the, the thing about George Bush was they said he looked like a monkey. That was the, that was the big attack on him in the same way that the attack on Trump was that he has small hands. These are, Eric's not wrong. These are not adult conversations. <laughs> like This shit is stupid. And it's also just a given. Yeah. Eric and I are not right wingers. It, it's like, if, if, but we are nominally left leaning to the degree that we engage in the goofiness of that conversation. Like we say, Oh, that's goofy because it's worth saying if you're us, if uh, us sitting around going, yeah, the God hates fags. People are, I I don't agree with them. Obviously (laughs) fucking obviously there's no need to say it. It's stupid. Also, it's just like, I would rather, you know, I I, I don't know if you're going to, if you're going to be such a dimwit, and such a like a, a not nuanced person and, and engage in like sideism where it's like if I'm nominally left wing, I'm going to talk about goofiness that I see in in my in my uh, among my ilk and why it's bad to be as goof nugget as the other side, because I've seen a lot of that recently. Did I lose Did you? I lose you? Oh, here we go. I'm back. Now, Eric, last last pan- possible cancel related topic I'd like to get off. Okay. All right. It occurred to me that universal basic income is going to make Twitter melt down. And I see a lot of people on Twitter that are in favor of it, but what I think they don't realize, and I I saw a lot of people retweet me the other day in a rare tweet where I was talking about UBI, and they seem to be the people that I was kind of taking aim at, didn't understand that I was talking about them. Which is to say, right now, there is a bunch of clockwork oranges that are going through life not saying the thing that they mean because they are worried about their job. And 
if we create a society where we say, hey, everybody, machines have replaced a huge chunk of the workforce. We're going to give a basic income to everybody to, you know, basically maybe you can live off of it. Maybe, maybe it's just a buffer, but we don't want anybody to struggle in that way. Okay. Sounds nice, right? What about that person that was only holding this back? They don't socially, they don't give a fuck. They're only holding back because they report to a job at the Disney mines and they don't want to lose their fucking job. Are you going to be able to handle a world where people talk honestly? I can. Um, well, I can. I'm excited. Well, no, <laughs> but, but I, don't, I, I don't. I don't know that I. I don't know that I uh, necessarily buy your whole premise, right? Because I think the threat of social ostracization. I can't say that word. Ostracization. Ostracizing. The threat mm-hmm. of social ostracizing will prevent that person from still being truly uh, open and honest with their uh, whatever it is on Twitter. Some people, sure. But here, here's what I think. Here's what I think we're not accounting for is that there's going to be a welcoming. You're you're cool over here, man. Energy, the se- so everybody. Here's the way it works. Speaking from somebody who's observed it quite a few times within subculture is dude gets in trouble. It's always a dude. Dude gets in trouble. Uh, He either goes radio silent and moves on to other parts of his life, like just pushes on from whatever scene he was involved in, life that he was involved in, he pushes on from it. Or he becomes a simp, right? And, And says... Uh, thank you so much for for ruining my life. I needed this. I'm I'm going to lick your shoes now. Uh, I'm going to lick your vans. Uh, and you have dog shit on them. I'll clean it up with my tongue. Uh, I'll do whatever it takes to be accepted by this group. And then there is the rare, but more exciting third option, which is the I'm cooked anyway. Fuck you. And I think the I'm cooked anyway, fuck you is the rarest of those three because as you pointed out, it does come with the highest social cost. But I think that once people have the safety net of non-starvation, they're going to say, you know what? I know that now I will forever have a target on me. That forever, anything that I do that is just falls within the realm of, of normal human failings will be seen through the lens of whatever this past thing was that, that you're trying to lord over me. And I'm not going to live like that. So I don't have fear of you calling my job. My job can suck a cock. I got UBI. And here's what it is, everybody. Welcome to my new website, the, the Stormer Union Daily Gazette. And I, 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 I doubt that UBI will ever be implemented in, in a so meaningful do I. way. So do I. But I think that the advocates don't understand the outcome. Maybe. I, yeah, I don't know. It, it'd be tough to say. I think, I think social ostracization will keep people uh, mostly quelled in that regard. And, and the fact that, like, yeah, I, I, I don't know. And also, I mean, I don't know. There's a, there's a bunch of different aspects to it. But, like, 
there are plenty of people who are unrepentant, uh, nasty people, despite social, uh, outcasting. Um, you know, I, I mean, the thing is what I always come back to, I think, I think the, I think one of the most evil things aside from the obviously evil things like, uh, you know, murder and rape, et cetera, is I think taking away someone's livelihood and like future ability to, 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 to have a livelihood is like so evil. <laughs> like, like in the United States where your job is connected to your health insurance, I can't think of a more, you know, for, and you know, people that have children and people to support, you know, maybe they support their, their fucking mother who's, who's has MS or something like that. I think taking someone's job, is like the most disgusting thing you can do to somebody. And like, if I was a judge and someone took someone's job and that person then went on to go kill that person, I'd have a hard time throwing the book at them. So, uh, I'd have a hard time lifting the book. I'd be like, well, nothing, no, nothing to see here. Keep it moving. Yeah. So, so, you know, you'd be, I mean, if we could just in this world that you're envisioning where there's less anxiety about job loss, that's a big win for the human race. And I don't know that I'm that optimistic or at least for, you know, for the, the, for the United States, for people, for people like us who are, I am as days go by, I see that we're kind of doomed to be stepped on forever. Um, <laughs> and because I think like they are, there are increasingly less ways to make a real buck and I think there's more threats and more and more uh, obstacles put in your way and easier ways, easier and easier ways to pull the rug out from under you, uh, you know. So I agree with you halfway. I think that there's more and more means to pull the rug out, but there, I do think there's more and more ways to make money outside of it. Here, here's the thing. You're just so, on your crypto tip. Uh, well, let's talk about it. You... Two examples, okay? We've talked in the past about how there's this there's this conversation in Hollywood that nobody acknowledges publicly, but literally everybody is having privately, which is that uh, there's frustration among uh, among white males that they can't get hired anymore, right? And that is just seemingly a truism that nobody can say out loud or say publicly, everybody says, everybody says it behind the scenes. Nobody says it out and nobody says it publicly. Now let's say that that's true for a second, right? Um, now let us examine if that's any excuse to be a failure. I'm going to point to two people, Seth Simons, critic of, uh, of comedy, right? Um, terminally unfunny person that for all I can tell, there might be something very wrong with him, to be honest, <laughs> uh, who, who makes his, makes whatever small amount of money that he makes, um, by attempting to ruin the livelihoods of, uh, cancel the livelihoods of, of six people that are far more successful than him out of, in a field that he attempted and failed at. And Eric brought it to my attention that, on his Twitter, he was listing the reasons that he did not succeed in that, despite his talent. And I thought about two things. I thought about that that conversation that's going around Hollywood about whites. And I also thought about the counterpoint to every part of this, which is Lloyd Kaufman. Oh, yeah. 
It is now 2024, and the choice is up to you. Do you listen to good podcasts, or do you listen to bad ones? Well, we've got a suggestion for you. How about you listen to a good podcast for the first time in your miserable life? I can think of one. Overnight Drive. Going strong. 11 years now. The podcast about nothing. Your favorite podcast's favorite podcast. Do you enjoy nothing? <laughs> so do we. Why don't you come over and check it out and stop listening to other podcasts. Thank you. Now, Lloyd is successful. For people that don't know, Lloyd is uh, uh, Trauma Films. Uh, Toxic Avenger is uh, one that many of our listeners would know, but uh, Eric goes deep on the catalog. Now, he's a successful person that has done things on his own terms his whole life. I would make the argument to someone like Seth Simons that all of that, hey, I'm success, I'm talented, and nobody, I can't win because the system is against me, should look at Lloyd Kaufman and say, oh, I am, I haven't won because I lack the will to win. And I think that it's okay to admit that to yourself. You might have some other role in this world than being a stand-up comedian. In fact, Seth Simons, I'm convinced that whatever your role in this world is, it's not stand-up comedy. But, Def not. But the the idea, or, and to the whites that are having a hard time in Hollywood, I understand the frustration there because these are four higher positions. The, the, these are positions that uh, that are in big systems that makes it very difficult to go and start your own uh, film production house, right? It's it's hard. It's not easy. But I would point to Lloyd Kaufman, and, and I would say, well, it, it but it can be done. It, can be it done. Can be done. So can be done. what you know? What's the lesson that we learned from the motion picture, The Edge? Uh, what one man can do, another can do. Sure. And I think that that's, you should take that under advice. So while I agree with you that the rug can be pulled uh, more than any other time in history, I also think that, because it's straight up, like all you need to do is create a rumor. If you create a, if for our listeners, if you, if you just have somebody you don't like, you can ruin their lives very quickly. You, three anonymous accusations against somebody will destroy their life. It, it'll make it so that they no longer have things. And that's really easy. It's weird to me that we don't acknowledge that there's some reason to second guess these things and feel weird about stuff of that nature. So it, it can be done. So your life can be destroyed very quickly, but I also think that there's, there's more avenues to be Lloyd Kaufman than ever before. Whether that's, yeah, that's true. And and I would just, I would build on that and just say, <sighs> Lloyd, Lloyd and trauma have a fan base, but I think most of the world would look at what he does and say, 
yeah, none of this is very good. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Like, absolutely. So even if you suck and have, don't have a modicum of talent, if you have enough drive, look at fucking like Tommy Wiseau. I mean, like he, like these are people that Tommy Wiseau is an interesting example because he seemed to have an unlimited amount of resources, which is not most people. So, so m- maybe uh, ignore that one real quick. But, but I mean, like you don't have to be talented. You don't have to like that. that I mean, punk music taught me that more than anything. But like, you can just do shit, and like, sure, it's really fucking hard. Uh, but I mean, that and that's what you were saying earlier. Like, you just you lack the will. Like, you can you don't have to. If you were talented enough, or if you're savvy enough, or if you're lucky enough, you can go through the regular channels and succeed. But most people aren't savvy or lucky or talented. So then, just just do it. Do it on your own. Make your own fucking movie house. Make your own fucking YouTube channel. Do your own shit. And, and you know, try and be a modicum of uh, compelling. And maybe you can make your own way in this world, you know? Or maybe not. Maybe you'll just die lonely. I don't know. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's your inspiring message of, of, the, the, of the week. Yeah, I, I, I'm just... Uh... I think that all of these things can be true. Like, let's say that there is a system that's working against Seth Simons. Let's say that it's the funny industrial complexes is, is somehow uh, uh, tilted against this man succeeding. I, I think that succeeding despite it is a, is a more heroic story than sitting around a VFW hall talking about your failures. Well, it's, it's also just like, you know, I mean, what Seth was talking about, he's not necessarily wrong. Like, there are people that have greater access because of their family or the money that they have or connections. Sure. Like, there are people that have an easier time making it in certain industries because they're well-connected. That's definitely true. And if you're not well-connected, it's going to be harder. Doesn't mean it's impossible. Plenty of people make it, you know, and and aren't well-connected at all in the beginning. So, it's 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 true but it's also kind of a cop out and it's also just like it's a reflection of yourself like you were too lazy to actually try and do or you were defeated because you saw other people being elevated and you felt like you deserved it over them which again if we're talking specifically about seth there's no way you're not funny dude like it's just no way (laughs) there's no way that you deserve it more than anybody we're we're not funny like no, you, but we're also not trying to. I'm not. We're not. We're not doing. We're not spending our weekends outside UCB waiting for a spot. No, I might though. I might too. I mean, as things open more, open up more out in LA, I don't know. It seems like fun. Is I would rather treat things like that, whether it's doing extra work or whether it's doing open mic, treat it as a hobby more. I mean, if you're really passionate about for it, go for it. But you know, treat it more as a. I think it's more fun because you'll be, to treat it as a hobby because you can embrace the fun aspects of it and not really worry so much about it, you know, defining the course of your life, which is tacky as hell. Um, or, and just, and, and build your own enterprise, do your own worst possible timeline, you know, do your own, do your own trauma studios. It's more fun. You don't have to answer to anybody. We so little preparation goes into this show. It's, it's fucking ridiculous. Um, and there's people, and there's people that are legitimately wealthy who, do they they just people like their vibe that's it that's all there is to it sure totally um yeah this it's funny so so seth simmons for people who listen to the show you know who he is if you don't he's a guy who who um 
has his own newsletter and basically just writes about uh, bad things in the comedy scene, a.k.a. Uh, I guess like offensiveness, racism. I, I, I hesitate to call it that. I mean, that's how he would characterize it, not how I would necessarily. Um, but he picks convenient people to go after in the comedy scene. Um, a lot of people think that it's, uh, you know, it could be resentment based on his own failures. It could, you know, it seems to be, well, some, but go on. Well, let's say that whether it is or not, it's unavoidable that that's exactly what it looks like. Yeah. I mean, I, I it's, it's, it's hard to not take that away. Uh, take that, uh, um, that feeling away from, from what he does. But, but I mean, it's so he, he went private cause I guess he wrote an article that was put out in new Republic and, uh, about how comedy has an alt right problem. And I actually, I did a rare thing where I actually read the article and my wow. take away, yeah, my because I was just I was curious as to what people trying to make uh, trying to squeeze whatever uh, journalism uh, points or whatever uh, social clout points or whatever money is to be you know squeezed out of talking about alt right in twenty twenty one. Here's here's my takeaway from it. You hurl all these 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 uh, very loaded uh, terms and 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 uh, characterizations at these at, at these dudes who are doing comedy, but you don't seem to. You have to admit that your feeling about these people does not seem to be uh, the common opinion or characterization. I mean, people just want to laugh, man. They're going to these shows to see people that make them laugh. And the people that consistently make people laugh over and over become the uh, the dominant stars of that scene. So I have to imagine ninety nine point nine percent of people, if you were to stop them on the street and say, "What do you think about Nazism?" They'd go, "Pretty disgusting, pretty intolerable, don't like it." I don't think when they go to these comedies clubs. They're seeing Nazism or alt-right whatever on stage. They're seeing people who are funny and good at what they do, and they're making them laugh. And maybe they didn't make you laugh. Maybe you found it objectionable. All right. But trying to, like, I, I don't know what it is. I, I don't, trying to, like, defame or smear. Like, you're just, you're not going to win, Seth. Like, you're not going to win. Like, there's no win for you. You can Once try again. and... You know what I mean? Like Once maybe again, you can yeah. turn it into maybe you can turn yourself into some kind of journalist, I guess, someone who writes about things, you can spin that into a career where you make money. Maybe that's a win. But like you don't you won't be able to pull their statues down like Saddam Hussein. Like I just I just don't I think that moment is gone. I think they did that to Louis and they did that to you know a couple other people, but I just don't I think people really value counterculture uh, voices and they value people who make them laugh above all, especially in these times. And if Listen, you're able to do that, you're not, I don't think there's a win there for you, buddy. It's the, it's the, it's the fucking end of Wolf of Wall Street. It's my favorite moment in cinema history. It's Seth Simons will have some like Chris Tucker canceled. And then Seth Simons will feel that victory that he had his spotlight moment that he brought down this corrupt corrupt man who destroys the lives of others and then 
he'll realize that his Metro card is empty and he'll have to refill it. And then he'll get on the subway and take it to his railroad apartment and he'll look around and the, 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 uh, the window eaves will still be overpainted. You know, that disgusting, like 10 layers of paint that every fucking shithole fucking rental in Brooklyn has, uh, it'll be overpainted and he'll realize that he hasn't had sex in 10 months and he'll look in his bathroom and, and it'll, it's that shower that's in every rental. That's just that, that unremarkable prefab shower and every part of his life will be mediocre and just unremarkable and kind of, there's no reward for, for this, noble thing that he's done. He's made the bad guys pay. And I just wish that he could play that forward in his mind and understand that there's, there's nothing, there's no payoff. There's no benefit. And I wish that all of our listeners uh, would think that way. Like Eric's right. Eric's worried about Eric right now. That's good. You know what I mean? <laughs> the rest of you should worry worry about you. Worry about Paul, Mindy, Joe, Jose, uh, Rodriguez, uh, Gomez. I'm just Mr. going Penn. with the, I'm just going with the Spanish names now. Um, you know, Quans- Consuela. Yeah. Worry, I, worry, I, I, so, worry so about like them. It, I I don't know yet. I I don't know what. It's funny. So when you you talk about um. We talk about like the notion of, is there like an afterlife or something like that? And you say, you think there is something more beyond this because you think people in general are disappointed or like they expected more. Yep. And where does that expectation, what's the genesis of that? You know, um, I don't know what people expect from life. I think people are super confused. like in the times that we, that, that we currently occupy, but I mean, I think that's kind of a cop out too, because when, when is the present not confusing? You know, what, like no one ever knows where we're headed. You know, there, you, like, so twenty twenty one to me is the same as nineteen eighty one. You know, like I don't think anyone has an idea of what we're going for. Um, the only thing I can say about right now that is different from the rest of history, seemingly, or American history, modern history, recent history, is that winning is harder and harder. And I guess I mean that in a financial sense. And I, I also mean that in like sort of a social, uh, uh, sense too. Like there, I just don't know what people think their wins are anymore. And well, I think they're seeking them out in social senses, but I don't, I don't know what there is to really, uh, you're going to be top cool guy. You're going to be top like crusader. Top cool I, I don't know what your crusade is. The top coolest guy. Uh, can I? Uh, before we go, I just want to give a um, what I considered a, a positive thing. My father the other day was saying, "You know this uh, this iced tea. He makes a lot of money." And I said, "Yeah, that's true." And he says he's in a lot of commercials. I say, "What's interesting about that is that he's out here doing insurance commercials or whatever the fuck he's doing," and I. Uh, his uh he he rose to fame uh, he started rapping about being a pimp 
and then pivoted to heavy music where his most famous song was cop killer. And as you might imagine, he took a lot of slings and arrows for that, but he outlasted his critics. And now that that hysteria, that sort of uh, family values, eighties hysteria is passe. Now all he does is win. And likewise, I think the hysteria that we're going through in the moment is going to fade into nothingness and people that are exceptional people are going to win on the other side of it. And I'm excited for the Seth Simons of the world to writhe in failure while the people that they, that he's been critical of uh, continue to succeed. It makes me want to masturbate through my pants. I mean, it's already happening, right? I mean, like I don't, the shit that the, the tip that he's on is just not no one cares anymore no one no one is on that tip i mean some people are people who are stuck in that time are but it carries no it it carries very little weight now like just no one's about it so yeah i mean like i said if he can spin it into a mediocre journalism career i guess that's a i guess that's a little bit of i guess that's a win you know you're not you're not laying brick you're not pounding salt so you know, cool. I guess it's it, it, it's it's uh, to me it's it's very uh, it's it's not a noble way of living. You know, like <laughs> you, to me it's shitty. But whatever, whatever. Um, uh, who knows, man? Who who knows what 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 ride we're on? Um, but like you know, when it comes down to it, yeah, be be like iced tea. You know, just be true to yourself and and push on and and more more than anything advocate for yourself and, and, and try and worry mostly about your, do what, do what's good for you. You know, that's, that's, that's where you gotta be. That's where your head's gotta be at in 2021. I mean, like it's the same. It's just, everything is so much fucking harder. Everything is so fucking hard. So, so be about your business. Wait, before we go, Eric, can we pour one out for our home, our homeless encampment? (laughs) The one, uh, man, there's a lot to fucking talk about that we didn't even scratch the surface on, but whatever. I hate these remote episodes. So when we'll be WPT, will be back in full swing. People are going to be pissed that we didn't do uh rub maps, but we'll it's don't worry. Don't worry, everybody. It's, it's not, we're going to do it again. We, it's, we're all going to be, al- we're all going to be alive a long time. Yeah. And, and this we're doing this podcast forever. It's going to keep going. So it'll be back. Don't worry. Um, but, but, but wait, Eric, when do you want to go back? Um, I will go back l- next weekend. Okay. Cause, cause I got to come back sh- around the time you come back so that you don't hang yourself. Well, I, I figured you would be back before me. So I mean the weekends that's coming up, I will likely be back the following weekend. Okay. That, so, that's good. Then We can figure yeah. that out. Yeah. Do whatever. Um, yeah, yeah, there's a lot fucking going on in LA. We've missed a lot of it. Oh my god, we didn't even talk about this fucking citizen shit. That's the citizen. Are you aware of the citizen bullshit? Yeah, so citizen, the app that uh, Eric sold out, and I still enjoy. Uh, there's. I was just explaining this to my mother. There's three levels to citizen. There is the user, who is a clans member. Uh, there is the programmer, who is a dishonest. Silicon Valley woke 
hypocrite. And then there is the owner who is a lunatic. So those are the three layers. So on the bottom level, you have the guy that just wants to leave a racist comment about crime in his neighborhood. You have uh, the level above that is the, the programmer uh, community uh, mod who is insisting that a homeless tent on fire gets called a structure fire so that the truly ugly portion of citizen doesn't get off their mean homeless comments. Right. And then above those two levels, you've got the owner who literally put a bounty out on somebody's head, a private citizen's head. And then it was a case of, uh, uh, miss, uh, identification, not even the person that needed to be caught. Nope. Almost had them that killed. Is, that is uh, a scary phenomenon. It's very The Running Man. Uh, and it made me question if I wanted to be a citizen. And then I realized I have to be. I can't get enough. <laughs> but You have to. I'll probably make it, another account. Yeah. It, it, uh, but it is scary when somebody's saying, this guy is a scumbag here's 40 grand if you catch him now yep a little weird a little weird everybody because i know that some of you in our listenership who are uh, uh anarcho-capitalists uh, are in favor of uh, private uh private uh, private police forces i'm not a huge believer in them <laughs> and i have my i have my suspicions uh that uh, th- they would not, because I don't trust mobs of any type. So, no. uh, I don't trust, uh, a- anything that is, uh, like a, essentially a, I mean, I don't trust police to begin with, but I don't trust police without training. So, uh, I'm, I'm not necessarily in favor of the citizen, the citizen army. You don't, you don't like that citizen was, uh, financially incentivizing people to mob up and kill someone who was entirely innocent. I didn't love that. Uh, <laughs> I, I also, I just want to point out everybody. I'm not, I, I called the police on the, uh, uh, trying to find a solution. They don't worry everybody. I didn't snitch only by virtue of the fact that I couldn't because, uh, the city of Los Angeles makes it impossible to report an animal crime of any type. But, uh, I would call police. I straight up, like I pay for them that that is a service that my taxes pay for. So that's, so far as I'm concerned, that's my employee. If there is a, a, an accident in traffic, I might call police to clear that accident. Hey, this happened here, blah, blah, blah. And I don't give a shit about your fucking like 19 year old cop calling accusation. I don't give a fuck about any of that. <laughs> that said, I think that when you, when you, attempt to lever when you act on behalf of the state you've got to it's inherent that you check your motivations what are you doing and why am i trying to bring this person to justice is it because i have an investment in justice is it because or is it self-advocacy because in some way they threaten me or is it that i'm just a busybody fucking loser who should be worried about myself uh, yeah, it's probably that one. I don't know, man. <laughs> probably Again, that it's, one. It's, 
it's 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 like weird corporations uh weird tech startups uh everyone is like everyone's getting worked into into becoming foot soldiers for the uh the benefits of of a large corporation it's 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 using powerless people to uh to their advantage to 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 channel their like inner like like bitter angry nerd energy to kill people whether it's figuratively socially or in the case of citizen nearly literally everybody read the stephen king writing as richard bachman book the running man it's like a, a novella uh then watch the movie which is not very much related uh and then get on the citizen app and uh, engage in the same play yep um all right everybody uh you know what it is um buy a gun advocate for yourself um patreon.com says worst possible timeline get on there uh get some uh bonus episodes for your life for your brain for your uh continued enjoyment and uh fulfillment on this planet patreon.com slash worst possible timeline give us some money uh at wp timeline on twitter you can get us on there worst possible timeline at gmail.com you can email us i think we got i don't even think anyone's emailed us yet i don't know what you would email us for but if you want to email us you can yeah, everybody, everybody just calls us but that's fine call us or yeah you can you can also call us uh 205-509-9785 call the number leave a message and we'll get back to messages soon once we're back in los angeles which will be pretty soon um you know, and, uh, you know, be, be safe and sane out there. Don't be an idiot. Abundance of caution. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend, and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show, wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.